0: Peace and blessings upon you all, my beautiful listeners. And as most of you would have realized, this podcast looks a little bit different now. So we have rebranded the Mindspace podcast to the Muslima Mindset. Why have I made this change? I have made this change because I feel as though this title really encapsulates what this podcast is about. I did initially want to keep it aligned across the board with all of my brand, Mindspace Academy. That is why I had the Mindspace podcast. However, I feel like the essence of this podcast, what we stand for, what we're trying to achieve through each episode goes missing because the title doesn't really specify what it is we're aiming at establishing, and that is establishing a Muslimer mindset. You guys can look forward to continuing the next few weeks. Recapping the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and learning new ones, next year the podcast will look a little bit different where I will start to venture into topics and how they actually associate with Islam. Topics such as marriage, parenting, self-esteem, self-worth, you know, your obligations, what are, what are the things we should refrain from, how do these things play a role in our day-to-day life and really starting to dive into a more broader aspect on how Islam can penetrate in our day-to-day life, our everyday thoughts, and our continuous mindset. And that, in essence, will build the Muslim mindset we all strive to achieve in order to be successful, in order to gain our inshallah. So I feel as though the past two seasons has really set set the foundation the belief, the understanding we need in order for when 2024 comes around to really see our foundation start to water and bloom those little seeds and allow it to start to take over our life in a different manner. So I am super excited for that to come. I cannot wait for what 2024 brings us. However, today we will be focusing on one of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that name for this week is Al-Hafiz, which means the all-preserving. The meaning of this is, He is the one who protects the heavens and the earth and all that is in them records the deeds of his slaves and protects the believers from danger and Satan and from committing sins. This occurs three times in the Quran and one specific ayah, My Lord is guardian over all things. Surah Ud 11.57 Now, for some reason, when I hear this name, I am really drawn, like I'm sure most of us have been, to the occurrences in Palestine And to our brothers and sisters in Islam who are facing one of the biggest trials, I think our generation is yet to ever see, to exist. The things that are actually happening are probably things we read in history books in class. Um, I don't think we ever thought we would live to see the things that are unfolding in the here and now and to know that things are going to get progressively worse before they ever get better. And really, if anything can ever go back to better because as we do know in our Quran, in the hadith of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, there are many, many, many major things that are going to come and these are all signs of day of judgment. So to think that the circumstances are going to get better I think is a little bit naive. I don't think anything will return to what it once was and just like anything in life, nothing really – goes back to how it was because you can't unsee or undo what has happened or what you have learnt so it is a natural progression of evolution and life evolving and you are evolving through through life however it's also having the understanding that Allah is our protector subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the one who controls his dominion he is the one who is aware of everything happening in his dominion and nothing that is happening right now or is yet to happen or has happened is without the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is, this is their challenge. This is their test in this life. And going by the things that we are seeing, going by the videos, the strength they have, the courage they have, the tawakkul they have, the faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something I have probably read about in stories of Islam, I have heard about in a lesson, but to actually witness that there are people in my time who hold this unshaken faith, this unshaken reliance, this courage, the ability to continue and continue and continue to say Alhamdulillah and that Allah is sufficient for them regardless of what is happening around them, that they know in their heart they are in the most blessed place on earth because they cannot wait to be martyred. It is a blessing for them not to wake up every day but to be martyred. What a mindset to have. What a, like I have goosebumps just thinking about it because how courageous can one be and from such a young age And this test that they are actually going through should really be a pivotal point for us, not only because of the catastrophe that's happening and the injustice that's happening and the genocide that's happening that people try and cover or sit on the fence, but for one to reflect on themselves and say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the protector of all heavens of and earth, you know the one who knows what's in the heart of the believers, their intention, the one who allows them and guides them to be on the right path of Islam. The al-hafiz, the all-preserving, has chosen them to be there and us to be here. And there is a wisdom behind that. There is a wisdom in the ability to critically think about ourselves and our own situation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen us and protected us and shielded us from that which we could not be able to handle. We could not be able to handle a minute in their shoes, just like perhaps they will not be able to handle a minute in our shoes. And what do I mean by our shoes? I did have a very short discussion on my women's group About them being in an actual war. However, we are in a psychological war. We are in a lifestyle war, a cultural war, a mental health war. We in the Western world are getting pushed in a direction that contradicts every single thing that our religion teaches us, every single thing that makes our life difficult to live the westernized world is deeming it okay. And I'm not trying to justify that we're in a harder position or or whatever it may be because that's not true. What I'm trying to express here is Allah has protected us, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has shielded us from the wall because he knows we aren't able and capable to deal with that. However, we are able and capable to deal with the warfare of the psychological warfare that we are dealing with here, that our children are dealing with. That our families are dealing with. The never ending desire, the never ending need and greed and backbiting and anger and, you know, need for status, the egotistical world that we are currently living in is the challenge we have every single day. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al Hafiz. So if we make dua and mention him in his name, al Hafiz, the all-preserving, to preserve our heart, to preserve our actions, to preserve our religion, because religion is coming to a very fine line that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, your religion will be one day as if you were trying to hold on to a burning coal and I feel as though those times are very near. They are very close because people are becoming so involved into this dunya, into the things that don't serve them and all guidance is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. However, one still needs to acquire the knowledge, the understanding, the discipline, the ability to say no in order for Allah to give them the guidance. It goes hand in hand. So we ask al-hafiz to preserve our hearts, to preserve our religion, to preserve our intentions, to preserve our actions, our sight, our hearing. All of this on a day-to-day basis, a minute-to-minute basis, everything we're taking in, everything we're implementing, everything we're spitting out are all things that need to be preserved and thought about and really aware of because we are running into a fine line where the things that once were normal are now abnormal and we are becoming more and more stranger in a world that we're trying to fit in. in. And how can you fit in a world where you are made to be strange? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-hafiz and if we hold on to that, And if we nurture that and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we pray and in our dua to be all preserving of our children, of their hearts not to be attached to dunya, of allowing us to be role models for them, of allowing us to be a pillar in not only our home but our community for those around us in order for us to build our own stranger community which doesn't need to fit in, which doesn't need to be like everyone else because we are strangers, we are tourists amongst this world. And then we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to preserve those who are in war, those children, those mothers, those husbands, those men, brave, brave, brave men, men that are warriors, men that I think our eyes will never set sight on again, digging through rubble working around the clock, haven't slept, haven't ate, haven't quenched their thirst. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still preserves them, still protects them. Who gives them the ability and the willpower to still do that? Who has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen them to have that to have that iman, to have that strength, to have the ability to continue to wake up every single day and fight and be strong and, and be wanted and needed. And in the end, if they do die as shahada, as martyrs, then they have won. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows them to wake up every single day and feel chosen, regardless of the circumstance, regardless of the context. Think of it as a level deeper. Yes, the inner wall. Yes, unjust killing. Yes, these are signs of the akhirah. But let's pair it back even further. That Allah willed, subhanahu wa ta'ala, willed for that nurse to help cure that person. Allowed for those men, the ability and the strength and the muscle with their bare hands to pull out people from the rubble. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows the smell of musk to be amongst those people who have passed. That is a telltale sign of how blessed the ending of those people are. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen those people, has preserved the hearts of those people to be so strong in His judgment and in His faith and in His guidance and in His support that they don't need anyone or anything outside of their spiritual connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And al-hafiz, the all-preserving, has chosen them to encapsulate that. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the all-preserving, preserves us in different ways. And oftentimes we may not see them because we don't give ourselves a chance to critically think and critically assess and actually acknowledge and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for every single instance of means that we have. The ability for me to sit here and record this podcast right now and share this message. The ability that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose you and preserved you this morning to wake up for Fajr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have chosen anyone else. But he chose you. Allah willed for you to have the ability to fast, to give zakat, to pray your five daily prayers, to have a family, to have children. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose you. So when it gets tough. When you wake up and say, oh, I'm tired, let me snooze the alarm, your first thought should be, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen me this morning for Fajr." Can you snooze your alarm after that? When your kids are giving you a hard time and you say, al-hafiz has chosen me to have these children as my responsibility in order to serve them, can you be mad at that job? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen me to go through some financial hardship. He has chosen me out of everyone. What is the wisdom behind this? And you, once you really, really break that down, you will see perhaps you are indulging too much. Perhaps your attachment became too much. Perhaps you started to function in your ego. And when you start to critically assess, you can see behind these things that Allah gives you or takes away from you. And then you become very, very grateful for every single aspect of life because the most critical aspects of life become a non-negotiable because you are chosen, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen to preserve you, your heart, your intention, your actions, all you have to do is work towards acquiring that. I will speak to you on the next episode of the Muslim Mindset. Peace.